We love our neighborhood, and schools here are great for the kids. But our family has outgrown our home due to the new baby on the way. Then we heard about the FHA 203K program, where we can add a room or two to our home and refinance the existing loan, all in one low-interest 30-year loan. What a great idea! Welcome, Mike Gunn's Love My Renovation Project. Uh, had some sad news today. My nephew is being taken off life support. So it's uh, a little gloomy today, a little overcast, but a uh, good threat. Uh, young man under 30 years. You know, you always expect the young people to die after the old people, but not working out that way. But in any case, Love My Renovation Project is where all about where we talk about uh, FHA 203Ks, uh, what else? We talk about VA renovation mortgages, home-style renovation mortgage by Fannie Mae, and uh, any of six other renovation mortgages that are out there. Can you believe it's already the middle of March? Wow. Well, let's see. What do we got cooking today? If you're a teacher, fireman, policeman, Prison guard, EMT, if you're looking for a purchase of home, how about getting 50% off? We can get you 50% off. Wow. If you buy a qualifying home, if you want to know more about it, call us at 888-627-6008. The program is much more interesting for me when you call in and give us questions that you think we can't answer. But I will. Anyway, sometimes a homeowner... Uh, will be doing a renovation project to find themselves between a rock and a hard place. You know, they just got no one on, seems to be on their side anymore. A lot of people get confused when they hire a 203K consultant or a construction consultant. They think that consultant is going to be their, uh, I don't know, comrade through this entire process. And that's just not the case. I'm sorry. It's just not. Uh, what we are as a consultant, we are going to be there for you to help create your scope of work. Now, once we have that scope of work, we then provide it to you. You sign it, get the loan closed, and lo and behold, we are no longer your consultant. Now, what we tell our clients is that Once we close the loan, while we're not a consultant any longer, we are still available to you to ask questions. If you would like, feel free to. And if you ask us a question that the lender doesn't want to know you're asking, we're going to ask you, are you asking that as a consultant? Are you asking me that question as a consultant? And we'll keep asking that until you agree to. Yes, my goodness, yes, yes, yes. Because otherwise, we are obligated to the lender. If you ask us a question or you want to know something after the loan is closed, we're the lender's inspector. We are not your buddy. Uh, We're not your best friend. 
and we're certainly not your consultant any longer. So, but you can certainly ask us those questions, and we'll guide you back the right way to to safety. Um, anyway, moving along, finding the right contractor for your project can also be an issue. You know, if you, if you don't find the right contractor, one who knows the ins and outs of the FHA 203K and home style, you really don't have any upfront money. If you're doing the game right, you don't have any upfront money, so that money that you do have is going to come from the contractor's good credit, his ability to borrow, his credit cards, or her credit cards. They're going to get the work done, and then they're going to get paid for work completed. Now, we've gone an extra mile, and in the scope of work, line item 35, right above where the contractor signs, we explain to them there's no upfront money. Now, you can get some lenders to provide upfront money according to the guideline. They're entitled to do that. But many of them don't do that regardless of whether they're entitled to or not. So you, you better make sure with your lender ahead of time, be prepared to do it with your own money. Yeah, that's going to slow you down. You're not going to be able to do 10, 15 jobs at a time. You're going to have to do one or two jobs or five jobs at a time, depending on your bank balance. I remember years ago I had one contractor. He could do he was always looking for more work, and he could do many more jobs at the same time. He was so cash rich in his business. He could, and that's the way he made his money. A lot of his money was made on buying correctly, buying right. He would buy things in bulk for a number of jobs and therefore get a better discount because of the volume buying. They could deliver a truckload of materials to this young man. Uh, was excellent doing business with him. In any case, uh, if you're a homeowner and you're running into trouble and you can't seem to find anybody to talk to, your consultant won't talk to you about it anymore because that's not my job. Uh, your lender is out making new loans, so they're, you know, they made the loan and now they got to go on to another loan. That's how they make their business. That's how they make their livelihood. And the draw inspector, the draw department at that lender's office is not necessarily going to tell you what you want to hear or what you need to hear. And sometimes being politically correct at this point is not to your benefit. So we'll be happy to tell you where you are, where you stand. If you just give us a look up at 203k911.com, we're happy to help anybody in the situation. Anybody in the the, uh, the 203K or the construction project can reach out to us. So it's 203K911.com. We are very happy to help you. Uh, mostly that help is free. For sure, the first go-around is free. We will offer you solutions that you can take and run with, and if you do, it doesn't cost you anything at all for that service. And you've got someone now you can chat with, you can talk to, you can get your feelings out without pissing off anybody in the process. Uh, we're good listeners, and we will come up with some solutions that you can try. Uh, I originally thought that was going to be a real money-making solution, a money-making website. turns out that uh, we haven't charged enough to even pay for the website. Because so many of the problems that we run across are so minor 
it's just crazy that these people are having these difficulties, but to them it's not minor. To the client, it's not minor. It's a problem we need to resolve. Uh, but because we can resolve them so many times over the phone with a very simple explanation as to what you need to do, then it's it's fine. It works out. Uh, and we just didn't feel justified in charging anything So for, for most of these. So. Anyway, your contractors, your, your lender is not supposed to volunteer any contractors for the 203K. So you're going to have a hard time, in most cases, getting a contractor recommendation. Uh, we had a, a client, a lender, actually it was an assistant to our loan officer, and, she, and she'd been doing business with us for a long time, and she called me up one day and said, can you give me a list of contractors, please? I said, for what? And she said, oh. Uh, I said, for what area, first off, and then for what? And she said, well, my husband and I are not getting a loan. We're building our house. I said, interesting, interesting. And you want a list of contractors. Well, it's not what I usually do. I'm happy to give you that silly list, but it doesn't do you as much good as if you just hired me to be your consultant. Well, it's not for a loan. We're paying for it out of our pocket. I said, oh, well, then why are you calling me if you're not calling me to order our services? Just want a lender, just want a contractor list. I said, number one, you have no clue of what that list means and what it does and who's actually on it. Number one, if I write your scope of work and give you a bid, now you've got a bid. I said, what, how big is the project? Said, well, I don't know. We've been into this now four months and I don't have a bid yet don't even have a good viable contractor to call. And I said, call me. Let me go out there and give you a scope of work and a bid. So now you have something to send out to contractors and get a bid. Oh, I don't see the value in that. We are wasting our money. No. Believe it or not, people, consultants will save you lots of money if they're doing their job properly. We put together the scope. We give you a bid. Now you're way ahead of the game. You at least know what money you're going to need to finish your house or to build your house. So it's brand new construction. 203K doesn't do brand new construction. No, but your consultant does. So hire the consultant. Let them put the scope together. If you've already got blueprints, we can bid the job off the blueprints just like a contractor can. Uh, the other day I got to thinking about it, and I've been bidding heating and air conditioning jobs since I was 12. It's the only way to get quality time with Dad. Jumping on him when he was at the blueprint spread out on the floor after dinner every night of the week. Finally, at uh, 10 or 11, he started wrestling me back around and showing me what he was doing and, and, and got into those blueprints. And those blueprints are fascinating. By the time I was 12, I could actually put a heating and air conditioning bid together um, by myself. So he had two sets of blueprints out there. It was him and his clone, me. <laughs> but Dad had a different way of teaching people to do things, and it worked out to be the career that I took, the career path. You know, I've been bidding jobs now for, gosh, 60 years.
years. My God, 60 years I've been bidding projects. So isn't it natural that I might be able to do it very well? And isn't it natural that I could probably save you money? But getting a contractor list, when I put a bid together, I look at the kind of work it's doing. One of my best contractors does not want to do room additions. He can, but he doesn't like it. He doesn't want to add on. He doesn't want to do new construction. So, my goodness, you know, I just had a another contractor friend of mine, a consultant in Los Angeles Basin, and he called me and said, Mike, I'm not going to be consulting anymore. As you know, I've been sending everything to you. But I want some new construction. I love breaking ground on the new house. So if you're in the Los Angeles Basin, you may want to give me a clue. Give me, a, give me an email. Give me something. Give me a call. And we'll put you in touch with him. But in the meantime, finding the right contractor is all about from my aspect, I'm going to call him and I'm going to find out, hey, you got some time. Do you have, can you afford to take on another project? Let me tell you, people, if you call a contractor blindly and you're trying to get a job started and you find him busy, he's not going to say, hey, I'm too busy. What he's going to say is, I'm going to charge you 50% more than I would normally. Is that what you really want to hear? No. So I make a few phone calls. I talk to contractors that I know that cover that area. And I say, have you got time for this? Yes, I do. I could use a job right now. Or not right now, but in a month, 30 days from now, I'm going to be looking for more work. I will be wrapping up four jobs. And I will need some work. So what we do is we look at that guy. And if your work is, you know, you're getting a loan, or in this case, the lady was but paying out of her bank. So she's ready for a contractor that can get to work right now. She don't want to wait 30 more days. She's already wasted four months by not hiring a consultant. Um, but I also try to keep track of my contractors. You know, no contractor will ever have more than 10% of my work. That's a rule that we set up 25 years ago when I got into this business because we didn't want a contractor thinking that they could control us in any way by having a lot of business coming our way. We don't make money on the contractor. And if your consultant is making money on the contractor, your consultant stands chance, good chance to go to jail. Okay? So they shouldn't be. They should not be taking any part of the contractor's money. If they are, they they got a good chance of going to jail. And jail is not a good place, I don't think. I you know, it's just a value judgment, but I don't think so. So, in any case, uh, call us at 888-627-6008 to be on the show. We would appreciate it. It makes my life a lot easier, and easy is good. But hang in there. We'll be right back after this short break. We moved into our new home knowing it had faults when we discovered more damage than anticipated. Then we heard about the renovation loan that would allow us to refinance the loan and get the money to make those repairs all in one, one low interest loan. What a great idea. 
Hey, welcome back. Give us a call at 888-627-6008 and be part of the show. Well, we're back with you. Uh, again, this is, uh, this is the most interesting business I can imagine. I love seeing different houses every day. And we see houses that uh, we got renovation loans up to $3 million. So we see houses in a lot of different neighborhoods. Uh, originally, when I first got into 203K, we used to go into the, some of the worst neighborhoods and some of the uh, worst cities in America because that seemed to be where they were. And everybody got this stigma in their mind about uh, FHA 203K had to be low-income, crappy properties, and that's just not true. It wasn't true then, although it seemed to be that's where most of them originated. Um, I grew up in Richmond, California. Uh, we did a lot in Richmond and San Pablo and uh, El Cerrito and all those little areas right in that area uh, of where I grew up. And those are fun to see, a lot of the houses. Uh, did never do one on house I lived in. I know that 1080 Lassen Street, my dad built that house from scratch. I watched it go up. I watched my uncles come over on the weekends and and hammer nails into that house. I was too young at the time, but uh, I think I was in about second grade, third grade. But it was fascinating to see my family come together and build my dad's house, a house we were going to live in. Uh, that's the same house that I shot my brother between the eyes with an arrow. <laughs> well, we were playing cowboys and Indians, and he was the cowboy. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know how he survived our childhood, <laughs> but it was fun. If you want to be part of the show today, call us at 888-627-6008. If you're trying to change, you're a consultant, you're trying to change your information on the HUD website, you can do it by phone at 800-CALL-FHA. Or email, you can use answers at fha.gov and give them the information, the new information that you want on your HUD site, including your, your HUD number, identification number, and they will get that changed and updated for you. Now, why did I say that? Because so many of you are waiting for a call from that HUD website, and you don't even have the correct phone number in there anymore. Lordy, 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 how are you going to get that expected call? By the way, that's the worst place you're going to get leads, by the way. You're just not going to get leads there, but at least have the information correct so that you possibly could get a lead there. But main thing to do when you're doing a 203K is you want to be sure and find a knowledgeable loan officer, a lender who has done a 203K before, or has a team together and the team has done lots of 203Ks. They can be new. Any one of the positions can be filled by a brand new person getting in the business. Uh, the key is you don't want all new people in your team. So if you're a new consultant getting in the business, make sure you've got a good mentor. Mentor, Make sure you've got a good teacher, that you've taken some quality training. Uh, we've been training people for 25 years. We're the longest. We've been training people publicly longer than anybody else in the business. 
Now, it doesn't, uh, doesn't mean there aren't some trainers out there that have been in business as long as we have, but they weren't doing it publicly. They were just training their own people and training people in their backyard. Um, some of the trainers that they have today don't even train people in their own backyards. I remember taking, let's call him Steve today, but I, I, Steve was in my backyard. He wanted to learn to be a 203K consultant. So I met, he met with me every morning at my office, and we got in the car and we headed out. We did 203K inspections and more inspections, and we gave seminars, and we he got an interesting background on the 203K, much more than most are able to because they're, you know, I teach people in Philadelphia and I'm in Las Vegas. So, but Steve came in and he was doing everything great. And I told him, I said, at some point, you're going to be asked to give a seminar and you're going to feel you're not ready. I will feel you're ready. And when I feel you're ready, you will do it. And, oh, no, 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 no. You know, give me plenty of warning so I can get ready. And I said, no, 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 that's not the way it works. And one day that happened. It was hilarious. We were, I was supposed to do a presentation with a real estate office. And I got there and there was, I don't know, it seems on me there was 25 or 30 people in the room. It's not the way I like to do it, but, you know, sometimes you have to do it the way they like to do it. Uh, but I guarantee you they like the way I do it better than the way they do it. But so I got up there on stage, and I'm ready, and Steve's ready to take notes and think about this thing. And I started coughing and choking. And so I said, give me some water, please. And so Steve ran and got the other room and comes back with this glass of water. And I took the drink, and I said, started coughing again. I said, Steve, start the sim, and I'll be right back. And I headed out. And as soon as I did, I think he had an indication that today's the day I give the seminar. But he started off, and he was doing really well. I just sit around the corner where I could hear, but he couldn't see me. And it was a pleasure listening to him. Uh, I have it set so simply so that you can do a PowerPoint or you can do a flyer and just walk through the points. Just walk through them. The seminar we teach is not like everybody else's. And yet, it is exactly like everybody else's. The difference is that we, and the reason HUD put me on the carpet one time for hogging all the work. Mike, you, you take all the damn two or three Ks in our area. You seem to do 80% of them. Why? Let let the other guys in the area get some. And I laughed, and I said, well, I've invited everybody here to my seminar and told them I'd send them home with a job because I know I produce so many more jobs than I can possibly handle. Uh, we gave one seminar and pulled in 117 loan applications, and the lender was all upset. I don't know how I'm going to do this. And I said, I know how I'm going to do 117 consulting jobs. I'm going to do as fast as I can with as much help as I can get. But I had 15 consultants that were W-2 employees, so... Uh, we, we felt we could knock those out pretty easily. We can do about 10 a week each. So, you know, we, we had it covered pretty easily. The key is that, and the difference, for all you people that are listening that are consultants, if you give a seminar, stop. 
get a hold of me. If you've taken our training, get into the training again and reread it because your, your miracle is right there in front of you. Uh, I gave a seminar once in front of 600 realtors. 600 of the same pieces of puzzle. The same puzzle piece, if you will. Felt like a fool. Felt like an encyclopedia. Here I am giving, trying to put deals together in the room and then there's no deals to be made in the room because the pieces aren't all there. So what happened? Why is that? If I'd have given that same 600 people a seminar the way I do it, it would have been done differently. I would have set up three seminars with 200 people each and then filled the room with the other 400 people with the other pieces of the puzzle. I'd have made sure I had houses in there. I'd make sure I had first-time buyers or just buyers in general. If you're thinking of buying a house, learn how to buy a fixer. If you're an investor and you've fixed a house and you want to sell it, bring it. But I would, the other 400 people would be the other pieces of the puzzle required to complete a sale. This is a wake-up call for all you people who do it any other way. I could walk out of there with 200 deals. I could walk out of 50 deals for sure with a hands down. But you've got to have the different pieces of the puzzle to walk out with a deal. You can't just walk out with a deal if there's no deal to be made, if there's no deal makers in the room, there's no puzzle to be put together. So what we do is we put that puzzle together for you. We get, give a seminar, we tell all the realtors in the room, and I notice I said realtors, it's not a realtor for all you realtors that are out there. You need to learn how to say your name because I hear it most mispronounced by realtors. <laughs> That's one of my pet peeves, by the way. So by having the different pieces of the puzzle in the room, you're allowing me to function. As I give a seminar and we get to the end and I notice a homeowner there, and we ask him, hey, homeowner, where are you looking to buy? Have you got an agent yet? No, you don't. Oh, well, our host right here, Bill Monroe Realty, Bill's going to set you up. We're going to find you a house today, and I'd like you to write the offer right here in this room before you leave. Lordy, lordy, lordy. Bill wasn't ready for that, but he's willing, and he brought plenty of agency agreements. Uh, do you know what price range you're looking at? Yeah, and how did you determine that? Well, maybe you should come over here to our sponsor today. Our sponsor is ABC Mortgage. Uh, can you pre-qualify them right here before we leave today? Well, sure. Uh, yeah, I can do that. Okay. So, do it. But we put the deals together in the room, and that's what I do different than every other buddy in the country that's giving the same seminar I give otherwise. And they're giving it to one person. They're giving it to one puzzle piece. They're either in front of realtors, they might have an in-house lender, but if they don't understand what it is happening, they're not going to make any deals. You, know, you need to understand that we're going to put a deal together. To do that, I need all the pieces of the puzzle in the room at the same time. So wake up. It's a wonderful way to get business. I, I had a friend, we call her Sonia. She used to call me and say, we'd like to host one of your little meetings. 
And I used to laugh. I said, you know, you're, you're so good about sharing. And Sonia, I said, you've got to have a new loan officer, right? And she said, oh, yeah, I got a new loan officer. And I found that if I get a new loan officer and I can send him to your seminar and he walks out of there with three to five to ten loans, I've just set him on a path to success or her on a path to success. And that's what this is all about. We all want to be successful. And if you bring me the puzzle pieces, we'll put them into effect. So if you want to talk to me about this and how you can make your seminar better, give us a call at 888-627-6008. And we can get into it in more depth. In the meantime, stay tuned because we're going to be right back. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine. I thought we'd get a construction loan to fix our home, but they wanted four points and nine percent interest. And if we didn't get the job finished within six months, they wanted even more points. Then we heard about the FHA 203K program, where we could refinance our home and get the additional money to make those repairs all in one low interest loan. What a great idea. I'm gonna let it shine. Hide it under a bushel, no. I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. If you want to be part of the show today, call us at 888-627-6008, toll free. Uh, for all you loan officers out there, you know, I just told you a way to make a ton of money uh, using the 203K. If you ever have a home buyer seminar, again, and you only invite home buyers, I don't know how to say it. I think uh, you fool would be one out of a, one way to do it. Why don't you have some realtors in there with some properties? Okay, get get more than just realtors. Get the pieces of the puzzle together, so you can walk out with a loan instead of uh, like a friend of mine had 105 pre-qualified buyers, 105 pre-qualified buyers, and no properties on the MLS. Well, MLS is not the only place to get properties, is it? No. Uh, somebody out there has got to have a question. Why don't you give me a call at 888-627-6008. I know you're dying to ask that question, so give us a call because uh, it's your time. Who knows if I'll be here tomorrow or next week. In the meantime, you need your questions answered, so you ask the questions. Now, I have taken people to REIA meetings before, Real Estate Investment Associations. And if you type real estate, or excuse me, REIA, and then your state, you're going to see that there are a whole bunch of them in your state. So there's properties out there, even when the MLS is dry, because these people are buying bulk properties. Uh, I know I've made offers on... 3,000 houses once, 10,000 vacant lots once, uh, 3,000 houses twice, actually. One was in Allentown, Pennsylvania. I just put on a seminar there, 
and I heard about the mass exodus in Allentown, and there was so many vacant houses, so I went in there. Uh, there are people that will bring the infrastructure there. You know, I got a kick out of it because uh, Apple and who else was it? It was Apple. There was a couple different companies that were willing to pre-wire all the houses for internet. So anyway, uh, if you want to create inventory when there isn't any, use 203K. You know, there's almost always some properties on the MLS, so and that's the first place you look. But if you narrow your searches to uh, four-bedroom, two-bath, they're not going to show up. You know, they might not show up. So neighbor to the neighborhood they want to live in, and you might find that there are a couple of houses. Hey, we got three houses in this neighborhood that you want to live in, but you want a four-bedroom, two-bath, and all I have to offer is two-bedroom, one-bath. But they're they're nice. They're located right where you want to be. So let's turn it into a renovation loan. Let's add two more bedrooms or three more bedrooms and a bath or two, and, and let's paint it the way you want it, and let's fix it up and put the carpet that you want or the hardwood floors. I can't tell you how many new houses that we've done as 203Ks that had brand spanking new carpet. And all the people wanted to do was take the carpet out and put in hardwood floors because their children were allergic to carpet. Uh, shocked me. I didn't know anybody could be. Should, yeah, should be... Um, Allergic to carpet. I love laying on my carpet, but I don't like laying on anybody else's carpet. Uh, even brand new carpet in a house. I remember years ago, we were buying a new house, and I went to, to claim it the day that they were showing it to us for a walkthrough. And I started to walk in, and the guy stops, Oh, excuse me, would you please take your shoes off before you walk into my house? I said, I'm buying the damn house. Let me buy the house. Uh, but we finally conceded and took my shoes off, and I took two steps in there, and I said, well, I ask you to be sure they swept the floors before they put the carpet in my new house. He said, well, we did absolutely swept the floors. And I, I wore white socks. I quite often wear white socks. And I picked my foot up so I could see back there, and I could see blood on my white socks. I went over to the corner, and I grabbed the corner of the carpet, and I ripped it back, and the guy was about to flip out. Oh, you can't do that. You can't do that. And then I pulled the, the pad up and looked underneath it, and it was swept. It was clean. And then I looked at the pad, and I rolled it back down, and I stepped on it, and I pulled a very bloody foot up from that, and I stepped out of the house and put my shoes back on. And I showed the bud to the guy, and then I went through that pad. The pad was a bad batch of pad. I'd never seen anything like it. It was a rebond pad, which is what we recommend, too. Uh, but a brand-new house with a rebond pad, and they hadn't exploded the pieces. They, there were sharp, jaggedy points. And when I showed the guy my foot and all the blood, and he was 
beside himself. He shouldn't have been. When my dad built houses and I was a kid, uh, my job was to go through those houses and make sure there wasn't anything there for anybody to find that needed to be repaired. My job was to find it and fix it. I'd go through that house and make sure there was nothing there that would cause a buyer to complain or delay taking the house. Uh, we don't want people walking over thinking they're going to get their house today and have them uh, be shocked and say, well, well, there's 50 things wrong. I don't want to take possession yet. So my job as a kid was to find those things and fix them so that my client couldn't find anything. And if I got a bonus on any sale, it was because they couldn't find anything wrong. Uh, as a home inspector years ago, I got a call for a lady who, who was a friend of mine buying a house from a contractor that I knew well. And she told him he was uh, going to get a home inspection. Oh, my. Uh and he he was totally upset. He was beside himself. He was, oh, you're going to get a brand new house, and you're going to have a damn home inspector come in and inspect that house. That's absolutely the worst thing I've ever heard. Totally waste of your money, lady. And I said, well, it's her money, you know, and I'm here. Let's do it. So we did. We, we come out there, and we... Uh, um, started looking at the house. Before I finished, the guy was shocked at how many things I found wrong with that house, a brand spanking new house. Uh, the biggest thing was the gutter. I remember I was a sheet metal manufacturer. We manufactured gutter for a long time. Sorry about that. And what I found was that the gutter was, the roof came down and the gutter actually was two inches higher than the roof at one end of the house. And when I showed the builder that, he said, how in the world can that even happen? I said, I don't know. You guys had to figure that one out. Whoever put your gutters on didn't know what they were doing. My crew put those gutters on. <laughs> you need a new crew. Anybody that would install gutters two inches higher and the roof is ridiculous on one end. But comes down, I think, his, uh, his entire roof was not square. We found the handrail on the front porch was loose and could have, you know, if somebody had reached for it to catch their balance, they could have pushed it right over and fallen and hurt themselves. Uh, it was three or four things. Oh, the big thing, there was 15 outlets in this huge kitchen. Each one had a GFCI, a ground fault circuit interrupter, and they none of them worked. None of them worked. They were each wired incorrectly. None of them tripped. They continually had to them, even when you tripped them. Uh, so he was totally beside himself, and the lady was totally happy that she had hired a home inspector to inspect her brand spanking new home. So you got to be, you got to do some looking at yourself. If you're a general contractor, you need someone to look at that house that works for you. Check these things out. You've got an electrician that doesn't know what he's doing. He wires all of them wrong. I mean, that's not one of them worked. 
I don't even recall if the bathroom once worked. I mean, if he's installing them wrong, wiring them incorrectly, he's probably going to be consistent and wire them incorrectly everywhere. So, but uh, you just home inspectors to me, for the most part, are well worth the small fee you pay, regardless of what that fee might be. Uh, in any case. You should have somebody out looking out for you. Two or three K consultants do that. Uh, when they're consulting, inspecting, they're looking for that. Uh, whatever's wrong with this house, whatever's wrong with this job, was the contractor did he complete the job in a workmanlike, professional workmanlike manner, or did he just get in there and rush through to try to make an extra dime by short circuiting? We used to laugh because when building inspectors would go through a house and they would be three-quarters finished and the building inspector would say, all right, I'm going to sign it off. You better get this thing finished. Well, as soon as he walked out, they stopped. Pull him on something else. This has been signed off. Let's do something else. Well, we don't have all the nails in that drywall yet. Well, tape it now and paint it or texture it. You know, but it, it's ridiculous how many contractors out there that are just living check to check and if they see a way to make a few bucks that they'll take it. We had one in Florida. It was new construction and one of our inspectors was out there doing the inspecting and the, the contractor said, look, I talked to the lender. They're going to pay me for these cabinets. The kitchen cabinets are going to pay for the cabinets because they're here. And then I'll get them installed and you pay me the labor later next week when you come back out. Well, when the guy, the contractor walked out of the room, the inspector was smart enough to write his name on the back of each of these cabinets that were sitting on the floor. Uh, weeks go by, and he gets another call. Same contractor, same tract, subdivision, new house. And the contractor says, oh, the lenders agreed to pay for these cabinets as well. And the first thing the inspector did was he went over behind them and looked to see if to sign his name, and lo and behold, his name was already there. This contractor had actually taken those cabinets out of the first house and dragged them over to this house and was trying to get paid again for additional cabinets, and there were no additional cabinets. They were the same cabinets that he'd already paid for a week before. And the inspector had asked him, he says, uh, before you close this wall, I want to see the insulation. And when he got back to that house, he said, let's go look at that wall. It was closed up. He said, I told you I wanted to see the insulation in there. He says, oh, I forgot. He says, well, pull it down. What? Contractor said. He said, I told you I wanted to see the insulation, so pull it down. Cut a hole in it so I can see the insulation in there. Well, they cut a piece out and looked in there, and there was no insulation there. He had closed it up because the building inspector had come through and signed off insulation, and it wasn't done, but this guy figured, hey, he signed off. That means the building inspector said it was there, and he was hoping that that would be enough for our inspector, and our inspector says, no, it's not enough. I want to see it. 
and it turned out it wasn't there. The building inspection had been signed off. So, you know, we're working for the lender and HUD, but also always in the homeowner's best interest. So don't try to short-circuit our service to suit your contractor's needs. If the contractor isn't listening to us, they need to listen to us. But call us at 888-627-6008. Toll free and be part of the show. You've got questions. I know you do. Uh, something you had. Tell us a story. Tell us one of your uh, really good stories. <laughs> or really bad ones, either one. Uh, we'll be right back after this short break. This is the last break of the day. Uh, stay tuned. I thought we would get a construction loan to fix our home, but they wanted 4 points and 9% interest. And if we didn't get the job finished within six months, they wanted more points. Then we heard about the FHA 203K program, where we could refinance our home and get the additional money to make those repairs all in one low-interest loan. What a great idea. Call us at 888-627-6008 to be on the show. Uh, I know you got questions. You're, you guys are boy toying with me. But feel free to give us a call. So, loan officers we talked about. So, let's move over here. Oh, we get asked quite often, how many, particularly by new consultants, how many 203Ks were done last year in my neighborhood? Or how many were done last month in my city? Well, all that data is available. It's on the HUD website. Um, you can probably do a search for it there or, or give me a call or an email. I'll be happy to show you where to find it and send you a link. Uh, but we looked, this year I looked, uh, for February, January and February of this year, there was nationally there was only 3,084 203Ks processed. That means that the loans are actually funded. 3,084. There's over 2,000 or right at 2,000 consultants. So that gives everybody one and a half. No. No, that doesn't. It gives a lot of people zero. So if you're getting into this business thinking you're going to get rich because of what's already there, it's already covered. They already have consultants on what's already there. So don't worry about what's already there. Worry about what you can create. I know that I could go into any city in the United States and within 60 days have 40 jobs going. 60 days, 40 jobs. That means 40 loans. That means 40 houses sold. So realtors, if I can do that, you can too. Loan officers, if you're still trying to scramble around and you're not finding roughly 20 loans a month, what are you doing? I, I just... It frustrates me because the work is there if you work smart. 
So loan officers, give us a call. What are you doing to make your business get 20 loans a month? If you're not doing anything, you're just waiting for the loans. Oh, I know, you've got an office within an office, a real estate office. And every sale in there, they give you the first opportunity to make that loan if the people don't already have somebody. Oh, isn't that cool? Not. You've taken the lazy way out. You need to make it happen rather than wait for it to happen. You know, you need to be proactive rather than reactive. Good gravy. You need to look at where you're going and how long is it going to take you? How many loans is it going to take before you can retire? Because retiring is not about how old you are. It's about how much money you got in the bank, right? So figure out what you need, how much you want, and then proceed to get it quickly. So anyway, uh, 40 loans in 60 days is entirely possible. And you can do it each and every 60 days. That's 20 a month. 20 a month. That's 20 consulting jobs a month by following our simple marketing that's in our everyday marketing at 203ksoftware.com. You can get in there and do the marketing we've set up there, whether you're a loan officer, a realtor, or a consultant. Now, how much would you have to work if you three worked together? That's what it's all about. Partner. So you real estate people, partner with a consultant. Don't be afraid of 203K. There's nothing to be afraid of. If you've heard 203Ks take longer to close, you have heard from the wrong party. Uh, Gina over in Pinole, California, called me one day and said, "Hey, I'd like a, I got a 203k, and I heard you were the guy to go to." And I said, "Sure, we're happy to help you." She said, "What'll I do?" And I said, "Race me to the finish line." A 203k is a 203b plus a construction component. We will teach you how to fill out one form called a maximum mortgage worksheet. That's the only thing different. We do everything else for you. Okay? She closed her first 203K in under, I think it was 28 days, under 30 days. 28 days, first full 203K, lordy, lordy, lordy. Why couldn't the contractor partner too? Do you realize that if a contractor partnered with you on some of these deals and helped bring you jobs, Contractors bring me about 20% of my new work to finance projects that they were going to do for somebody and couldn't, um, for one reason or another, the people couldn't finance it. So we financed it for them. We put them together with a lender that could do a 203K loan. Okay. Anyway, it's, it's really fun when you partner. Uh, you start getting in a competition. Oh, I brought three loans this month. Uh, I brought seven. I brought 18 loans this month. All of a sudden, you find you're doing more than 20 a month. So, so anyway, uh, I'll tell you what. It's 888-627-6008 to be part of the show. 888 
I'm anxious for someone to call in and ask a question. If you know how to market your business better than I do, more power to you. But if you're not getting 20 deals a month, you don't know how to do it better than I do. And I challenge you, just let's put it together. We'll help with you. Uh, anyway, let's see. We had a recent call from a consultant. Well, Barbara wanted to do self-help and manage two contractors on the project. On the surface, it seemed doable to her. Then the lender said, we don't do self-help. Well, there's a lot of lenders that won't touch self-help, self-help, which means that the homeowner is going to act as their own contractor, as their own general. But I've seen many of them that do, particularly when there's a big ticket item like a new septic system for $36,000. If you put that through a general contractor and he's going to manage that guy, he's going to throw 20% or $7,000 more at that thing, 7400 So rather than charge that $7,400, many, many lenders will allow self-help or allow two contractors, a general contractor for most of the work and a, a septic contractor for the rest of that work. But... Um, so check with them. You know, there's no reason for that $7,000 to be spit in the wind, so to speak. I mean, the general contractor doesn't look at it that way. He would certainly look at that as a vacation. But uh, anyway, you know what? I'm, I think we've, we're coming up close. So I am going to sign off for the day. My Again, I told you when we started today's show that we did have an one of my nephews, uh, my brother's second son, has, uh, they're pulling the plug on him today. He's donating his organs. Uh, but he was pronounced brain dead last Thursday. Uh, we're sad to say he went 30 minutes without blood to his brain. And they did pronounce him brain dead. And they've been keeping him on life support until they found places for the organs. And apparently they've done that, so they pulled the plug today. Uh, they're going to be getting his organs out if they haven't already done so to the necessary recipients. And maybe some good can come of this. But we're typically here every Sunday, 1 to 2 p.m. Uh, give us a call. If you want to be on the show, call me ahead of time. Go to 203k911.com. If you would like, and in the meantime, may God bless you. Tune in every Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time to BBS Radio Station One and learn more about making home renovations possible, profitable, and hassle-free. Isn't it time you learned how to make money doing something you loved? Visit 203konline.com now and let's get your home makeover projects done right. <laughs>